I think I thought that I would be pigeonholed and wouldn't be able to show how dedicated I was before and progress in a way that I had been. Feeling shaky after maternity or another long leave from work? Comeback Coach is the Wobbly Bottom podcast about kick-ass comebacks with coaching psychologist Jessica Chivers. She's exactly what you need when you're riding the return to work roller coaster. In this comeback episode, we hear about the wobbly moments and successes of someone who's made a comeback. Jessica also hosts longer coach episodes where we eavesdrop on a one-time coaching conversation. Hello, before I tell you about my guest today, I'd like to put the spotlight on Raiden Solicitors, our season one sponsor. They're an award-winning, top-tier specialist firm of family law solicitors who advise on all aspects of family law, including divorce and relationship breakdown, financial disputes, issues concerning children, prenuptial and postnuptial agreements, civil partnerships and international family law. I can't tell you that I've used them personally because my marriage is still together, although we've had some very rocky times. What I can say is that I've watched Raiden's grow over the last 12 years and see the exceptional talent they've attracted due to their progressive attitude to flex. They're based in St Albans, which is where the business I lead is based, and I was thrilled when I approached them for sponsorship and they said yes. My guest today is Liz Twiney, who works for an asset management firm in London. We're talking when Liz is three months back from her first maternity leave and we cover rebuilding credibility, what to do when you can't have traditional kit days, guilt because you love your job, and how to invite people for a catch-up when you're working remotely. I hope it's useful, and remember, you can get more help and support for your comeback over at comebackcommunity.co.uk. Liz, tell me then, how credible are you feeling this week? I feel positive. I feel like I've had a really good week. I feel like I've managed to get control of my diary, which is nice, at work and at home. And at work, I feel like I've finally made a real dive into doing some strategy thinking. I wouldn't say I've got lots of output yet. I've got scribbles. I've got thoughts in my head. I have got a plan. And for the first time in a couple of months, I feel like I'm contributing to that bigger picture platform, changing the way we think, the way we work. And I just don't feel like I've done that since coming back before now. But I feel like this week, that strategy piece is done or started to be done. And therefore, I feel like I'm contributing and making a difference to the platform. Oh, I love that. That's great. What a lovely feeling to have at the end of the week. And tell me, let's just rewind. What initially made you worry about the credibility piece when you were coming back to work? I think I thought that I would be pigeonholed and that there'd be an assumption, oh, Liz was dedicated before, but she's gone off and she's had a baby now. And so that's going to be her focus. And yeah, that is my focus out of work, but I'm still the driven colleague I was before. And I think It wasn't anything that anybody said or did. It was just in my head, that was what I worried about. And I worried that I would be pigeonholed and wouldn't be able to show how dedicated I was before and progress in a way that I had been. And what was the reality then when you came back? It's been positive. Yes, there's challenging moments. You have your self-doubts. There's things you have to deal with. Baby's been sick, living through a global pandemic and so forth but it has been a positive experience. I find that I am surprisingly more confident in some areas than I was before. Part of that is Mm. a time efficiency thing. I have stop dates and times with my son that I really have to get to now and I have to be there so I'm more efficient. I drive things more I think. I'm better at controlling meetings 
And overall, it has been a really positive experience coming back. My manager and my colleagues have been very supportive. I'm three months in and I do feel like I'm starting to contribute. What have your colleagues done, if anything, that's helped you to feel confident and credible? They've asked me for my input and my advice. That's really made a difference. They were supportive when I came back in terms of saying, take your time, readjust, spend the time reading, bringing yourself back up to speed. And they gave me that headspace. But they haven't kind of treated me as an outlier. They've welcomed me back in and do ask my advice and use my expertise again. And that feels really nice. Yeah, yeah, because then that's reconnecting with the Liz that you were before leave. And it's showing you that they think you're just the same person, the same skills, the same value, to add the same value that you bring to your team. I mean, line managers and colleagues are just so essential to somebody making a smooth, confident return to work. And you mentioned you know, returning to work during a global pandemic. And I'm wondering, given that so many people are working from home, enforced working from home, I'm wondering to what extent working from home and not being with your colleagues in the office has affected your ability to feel in the loop, on top, winning, performing, being credible, or has it not? This is my first maternity leave, so my first kind of real return to work from any kind of long break. So I don't have a comparison, but it's definitely been a tale of two halves. In one sense, it's much harder because you don't have the natural bumping into people, informal conversations, informal coffees, being able to show your presence, to show you're committed. That has been much more of a challenge and I've had to be much more proactive to reach out to people that I don't directly work with to say, hi, I'm back, I'm here, I'm doing this, anything I can get involved with, which before would have happened much more organically. But then on the flip side, being at home has some real advantages. I don't have a commute, so I can take that time back either for myself to exercise, to take Edward to nursery at 8.30, not 7am, whatever it might be. I've got that time back. I think that's been a real positive. So on those days when I feel like I'm slightly out of the loop still on certain things, I have to remind myself that there are a lot of positives to it and that I'm in a fortunate position that lots of people would like to be in. And you talked about reaching out to people, saying, hi, I'm back. Is there anything I can get involved in? Just talk me through any process you put behind that. I'm thinking about people listening and wondering, oh, well, what do I say on those emails and who can I reach out to? What was your approach to those reach outs? I definitely reached out to people that I felt like I had a good relationship with before. So I didn't do a random sort of scattergun approach. I reached out to people that I had worked with before, but hadn't had any contact with in 18 months. I tended to start either through a really informal internal work chat system or just an email to say, hi, I'm back. Appreciate you haven't heard from me for a little while. I'm working in this team again. I'd love to catch up when you've got five minutes. And actually at the moment, lots of people really like that because that social interaction is lacking for everybody. So I sort of did it as an informal approach and then I just had to be proactive. If they said, yeah, that'd be great. Just put time in the diary and just, even if it's for 10 minutes. And then when talking to them, I just kept it very, you know, light and informal and chatted to them about life in this strange new world. But then just use it as an opportunity to ask them what's happening in your world at the moment what's happening in your department. I haven't seen a huge amount about it since I came back and just use that as my segue in. And everybody likes talking about what they're doing and I've just taken it from there really. 
I think you're absolutely right about people like talking about what they're doing. And I often encourage the people that I'm working with when they're returning to work to see themselves as a sponge and to go and make contact with people and position those meetings as I want to hear what's been going on in your world. I'm going to keep quiet because I just want to hear what's been happening with you. Because I hear quite often people say, well, I wouldn't know what to say if I'm going to reach out to clients or internal stakeholders. I haven't been here. I don't know what to say. What if they ask me about X, Y or Z? And my response is always cue it up deliberately and say, I'm like a sponge. I'm reaching out because I want to try and get various perspectives on what's happening whilst I've been away. So then it becomes about you listening, not you having something interesting or dynamic, profound to say. So I think that's a really great approach. Something we haven't talked about yet is the prep that you might have done before you came back to work. Was there anything that you did, anything at all, even small things, that contributed to you getting back to feeling, I'm credible, I'm capable, I'm confident? I had this grand plan, I think, probably before I even went on maternity leave. And that was, I was going to do all of my keeping in touch days and I was going to keep really abreast of the market. And the reality is that that's very difficult to do when you have a small child at home. And then when you go into lockdown, keeping in touch days would be virtual. And for me, it didn't feel like they would have the same positive energy as when I could have gone into the office and collaborated. And so I had to come to terms with that and sort of change my tack. And one way is I just decided to really concentrate on being the best mum and wife I could be at that point and really relish this unique time at home and make myself feel confident and in control there. And what I did do was I just started to show a little bit more interest in the world. I'm not saying that I had to sit down and read The Economist front to back every week and was reading all the property press because I didn't have the time or energy for that really. But I just started to slowly immerse myself back into that commercial thinking and trying to understand a bit more about what was going on and take myself away from my mummy head and put my work head back on. And even just talking to my husband, talking to colleagues outside of work, just as a catch up, just to get myself back into that way of thinking. So I didn't do anything formal. It was more just mentally mind shifting, starting to think about what I would be doing when I went back. Yeah, what you describe is like a rolling start, isn't it? Is that you were already slightly in motion rather than a standing start when you came back. Yeah, absolutely. I talked to people a lot about going back. I was really upfront about it. I used to talk about my concerns about going back, the usual, the mum guilt, how will I manage it, etc, etc. But I found that by talking about it and being aware of it, was a huge part of that battle. So that when I came back, I was ready because I'd had my 12 months and I knew this was coming and I'd got myself prepared and I was good to go. Yeah. And you mentioned that word concern. And one of the things I'm keen to hear from all of the guests on the podcast is what has been your wobbliest moment or your lowest ebb in this whole experience of shifting away from work and then being away and then coming back? Before I came back to work, a real difficult point was probably as I felt like I was approaching the end of my maternity leave and that feeling of the end of an era and all the emotions that come with that. And I remember dialing into a couple of work calls, just really informal team meetings. And I remember feeling it completely out of the loop. There was lots of kind of chat going on amongst the team members, a few in-jokes. And I felt at that point like it was a whole other world. 
it was quite sad, but it was quite scary because I thought, I've got a lot to change here. I've got to get myself back in. The reality was it wasn't like that at all. And they were really welcoming when I came back. You slip in quite well, but that was a, a real low point for me. And I think since coming back, another low point, funnily enough, has been the fact that I've enjoyed it. And there's a guilt that comes with that enjoyment, particularly when there's this outside assumption that, oh, it must be awful having to go back to work. People assume that you would just rather be at home to be a mum. And I love being a mum and I wouldn't change it for the world, but I really like working and I really don't want that to change. I love your honesty, Liz. And my mind boggles about where this assumption comes from, because in my mind, I think, well, you've spent most of your, well, not most of your life because you've been a child and then a teen, but you've been a working human being for many years. And that's been the biggest part most probably of your identity so for me it feels slightly odd the idea that you would have a child and then you wouldn't want to pick up at least part of that identity or reintegrate that work piece so yeah it's funny isn't it what we think yeah it is and I don't know whether part of it's internalized that you've for so long you've built up to be in this career and then to be a mum and then you feel this ray of emotions that come with it. But I think there still feels quite a lot of societal pressure, be it on Instagram, whatever, about being an amazing mum and super mum and that's where the focus is. You know, I remember being at a baby class and someone saying to me, oh, you're going for the nursery option. Did you know that studies show that children perform better in one-to-one? And there's still that guilt feeling that comes with that. And that isn't true. That definitely isn't what the research shows. And I think it's just being really confident and not comparing myself to other people being this is my situation and this is what makes me tick and driving that hurrah to that yes absolutely I think about my own return to work when my eldest was five and a half months I hadn't got any family support nearby and my husband had been back at work pretty much straight away and I remember literally, literally skipping away from the childminders when when I dropped him for a settling session. It was two hours. And I literally skipped away. I had a, an iPod. Remember iPods? I had my iPod and I went for a run, but I started my run skipping and I was listening to Aha, The Sun Always Shines on TV. And it was just phenomenal, like leaving him for that first time and thinking, hurrah, freedom, because I'd been with him for five and a half months without really any let up. So I'm with you on the joy of returning to work and headspace and the identity that comes with the professional that you are. So now I can't let you go without you sharing a top tip, which may or may not be related to credibility. I guess it partly is related to credibility. I think my top tip is Put everything into perspective and try to be confident. I've tried to find the fun in lots of things in the last seven months in a pandemic, which have been difficult. I think if you can find a hobby and find some sort of release from the daily grind, then absolutely do it. But just be confident and back yourself because it's really difficult. And if you can just show a bit of confidence, a bit of humility and have some fun, then I kind of figure that I'll be okay and everyone else around me will be all right. Oh, thank you, Liz. More than one tip there. I love that. Have fun, back yourself and have something else that's a release. Liz, thank you so much for being my guest today. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you. Yes, when there's a choice to back yourself or not, let's choose to back ourselves. That comment from Liz reminds me of a thought I had a couple of months ago that I put on my personal Instagram account, which was, if it's going to take me the same amount of time to play big as it is small... I might as well play big. 
Now talking of big, I have a big mission and that is to keep everyone everywhere feeling confident, connected and cared for when they take extended leave from work. It's why I started the podcast and why every month I run a free open to all comeback conversation where you can put your return to work questions and challenges to me and a special guest. They're pithy, they're practical and positive, and they're absolutely free. Just 45 minutes, generally on a Tuesday evening at eight o'clock London time. And you can get the dates and register via comebackcommunity.co.uk. If you're not already getting our news, do sign up via the website. That way you'll be the first to hear about new events and free resources. And if you didn't have an excellent experience transitioning away from work and back again, please do signpost our website to your chief people officer or head of learning and development. We work with organisations such as BlackRock, ITV, Lily's Kitchen and CIPD, so your employer would be in excellent company. If you need help making an elegant introduction to your HR team or have got any comments or questions about today's episode, please come and talk to me on Twitter at ComeBackComUK and you'll find that in the show notes. And until next time, take care. All the best.